One of the things I do if I don't want to fight before the trout is when he's bothering me, I take a walk and I make a phone call back to Uganda to my fox. And uh, I usually call on Saturday at around 2 p.m. because it's, it's 10 p.m. that side they're going to bed. This is because we made it very clear no one is confusing each other with the time difference and time zones. So I always talk to them and always I took my grammar last, take the last call. And we always speak like 25 to 30 minutes. So after my conversation with her, same time, I say, okay, grandma, have a good night. I'm going to my next duty. She says, wait a minute before you go off. I say, yes. Today is Saturday. I say, yes. She says, tomorrow is Sunday. Don't forget to go to church. I said, grandma, you know that I'm a priest, yeah? She said, it doesn't matter. I have to go to church. So definitely she'll be very happy to know that I, came to, I went to church today. So the readings today we hear from the first reading, the second, and the gospel have one thing in common. The theme of discipleship. Being chosen and being sent. Who chooses us? God chooses us and he sends us. That's the theme that cuts across all the three readings we've just had. In the first reading, we see Prophet Amos. He's sent in the northern kingdom of Israel. Now, the lands of Israel, after the death of King Solomon, it was divided into two kingdoms, the north and the south. So, in the southern kingdom, remained Jerusalem as their capital. Then the northern kingdom, the shrine of Bethel, if you remember in Genesis chapter 12, verse 8, that's where Abraham offered, pinched his stance and offered a sacrifice. So Bethel was the shrine of this northern kingdom. So God calls Amos from the southern kingdom and sends him to go to the north with a message of judgment. Why is God sending a message of judgment? Because the priests in the northern kingdom had become so corrupt. The prophets had become so corrupt that they always stood with the rich to persecute the poor people. So even if God was calling them, no one was listening. So God chose, one from, chose Amos from the, from the southern kingdom to go north with a message of judgment. And the reading we hear today is the moment he declares his message. They tell him, go back to your home. We don't need you here. Amos tells them, I never wanted to become a prophet. I didn't choose this, by the way. God forced me into this. I was a shepherd and a farmer. So that's my job. I'm not a professional prophet like you guys. So this is not my message. It's God's message. Amos is rejected, but the message is delivered. We see the same thing happens in the gospel. Jesus calls his disciples. He spends time with them to teach them who he is. After understanding him, he sends them out into the world with a mission, proclaim the good news, to heal the sick, kick out the demons and everything else, but above all, to bring God's kingdom and the message of salvation. Now, we as Christians... God has called us 
and he sends us. We are the disciples. To be a disciple is to be called. To be an apostle is to be sent. So we are both disciples and apostles of Christ. All of us here, I believe, we've been baptized. And when we are baptized, the deacon or the priest said, you are now a priest, a king, and a prophet. What does that really mean? To be a priest, what does it mean? It means you are now a priest and you have to intercede for others. The role of a priest is to intercede. Primary role, to intercede. Look at our world today. It's looking for intercessors. Our role is to intercede. If we say we are prophet, we are God's spokesman, spokesperson, spokeswoman. We are the one. God has no anyone else but us. So every time we see that our world is messed up, we ask ourselves the question, are we doing our job? Are we doing the role God has sent us to do? Because most cases is we say, well, that's not my job. Like Amos, who was busy going with his daily work, farming and looking after his sheep, and God interrupted him. Maybe even as we say, well, I am going along in my daily work. I got my job, kind of living, my paycheck. That's my job. But yes, still God calls you from there and says, you are still my disciple. When we see something going wrong, we are the prophets. We speak up. We are the king in the sense of not being a king on the throne, but it means service. As a king, I am meant to serve one another. So in the second reading, Paul is telling us, God has chosen us to be holy, to be like him. And secondly, to send us into the world. One of the commercials that I enjoy on television today, if you turn on the television, there is a commercial sponsored by the United States Marine Corps. And it begins with a young man fighting this kind of a fire-breathing dragon with a sword. After smashing, the dragon falls down, the light comes in, his son is in his blue uniform and says, the few, the proud, the Marines. The Marines have a mission. They say, we prepare Marines to win wars. We make Marines to win wars. When you look at Jesus' mission, the whole mission was to prepare spiritual Marines. Jesus is looking for spiritual Marines to win spiritual battles, to win wars. And I must say, I must admit, if Jesus comes back today and we all line up from the Pope, the bishops, all of us, I think we'll find that we are a disgrace to this uniform, the Christian uniform. Because we are so scared, we're not listening, we're not doing what he's calling us to do. So today we ask ourselves, where is God sending you? Who is God sending you to? Are we scared? Yes, we are. At times we are. We are afraid of being rejected. But guess what? The world will never be a better place if we are scared. It begins with you in your homes, in your neighborhoods. Your job as a mother never ends when your kids leave your house. You know that. Your, kid, your job as a grandma never ends until God calls you home. I always hear parents say, you know, I send my kid to all Catholic schools, but he doesn't practice his faith. And my answer is already simple. 
Sleeping in the car, in the garage, doesn't make you a car. Sleeping in the car doesn't make you a car. And sleeping in the garage doesn't make you a car. You can bring your, ch- your kids to Catholic schools as much as you want, but you have to be a witness of that faith. You have to be the primary witness of that faith because they learn from what they see. So God is challenging us this weekend. He's sending us most times to places we're very scared of. But he says, be still and know I am God. Whatever God is sending you, he never sends you alone. He gives us a community. That's why he sends them two by two to have a community. So today we ask him for the graces we need. Maybe we're afraid of going out there. We say there are are not, not so many demons out there. There are so many demons there, the demons of addiction, homelessness. We can do so much. God is telling us only when we do, when we're witnesses, can we convince the world of who we are today. We ask for the blessings and the graces to ask the question, why has God called you as a disciple? Secondly, are you being faithful to that calling and the mission? The Lord be with you.